Your mind can see details that were always there. In the beginning, everything was much more black and white for me. Now I see shades of gray. Shades of gray. Yeah, maybe that's a cliche, but I mean that's it's a good cliche. Yeah, it is. And and sometimes you get lost in those shades of gray. <laughs> hey, let me, let me let me rescue you. Let me bring you back into the light. Hello, my name is Luis de Oliveira, founder of Dal Spada, and this is a place to talk. Frederick Swagger is a successful commercial photographer. He has invited us to a studio in Vazestan, Stockholm, where we talked about how focusing on the niche of interior photography has helped further his career. So let's get right to it. Frederick, tell me how you got into photography. How did this all happen? Let me see. It, it was a long time ago. Uh, I've been doing this for uh, almost 20 years now. Well, I got into photography through art, through an art course, actually, starting doing photography instead of drawings. So was it, was it an accident or was there always a, a passion somewhere? No, I was actually, I, I know it wasn't a passion like that, but I've been doing photography when I was pretty young. When I was, my father used to live in New York, so I was visiting him uh, a lot and uh I was kind of blown away with the architecture, the, the, the skyscrapers and the whole city of New York when I was around. Late, well, late teens, perhaps? Or yeah, well, I was starting traveling there since I was seven. But then in, when I was doing, I was there visiting my brother and sister when I was 15. And, and then you- I was doing... I remember the first images was from that time. And where, where were you coming from? Were you a city boy here in, in Stockholm or somewhere else in Sweden? Or, or I'm born and, and, and raised here in, okay. in Stockholm. So it was from a, a city, but a smaller city to the ultimate large city in a way. Yeah. And it was that that stimulated the desire to photograph. I think so, because now I'm into interior and architectural photography. Uh, so I, I, uh, now when I think about it, I, I started shooting their forms, materials, facades, structures, uh, that started actually when I was 15. So, but then you don't end up in a photography course. You end up in a, in, in, you said a moment ago, a, yeah. a much more general <laughs> arts, fine arts course, I imagine. Yeah, well, after high school, I wasn't really sure what to do. And I was looking, you know, into different fields. I was out in the university studying religion and uh, no, that, that philosophy. That would, would have been and, great. <laughs> yeah, but then I also thought I was, I, I wanted to become an architect, I thought, for, for a while. But then I, I understood that that was... I didn't have an, enough patience. You know, this slow, uh, what do you call it? Like this, it takes so much time. You work on a project but for such a long time. Did, did that become very apparent to you? That's this is our first kind of rabbit hole yeah. as we uh, turn left and go explore it. So you said you turned down architecture as you became aware the projects take a very, very long time. Mm. Was that made explicitly to you as you applied for the course? <laughs> they say, listen, young man. 
<laughs> no. Anything in architecture takes five years, <laughs> if you're lucky. It was probably a combination of um, I got more, you know, I had maybe I had like a romantic uh, view on it. And then when I realized, you know, the, oh, when you were going to apply, it was like a combination of maybe not having the grades to get into that into course. Into what is usually a popular and, yeah. and therefore demanding course. Yeah. Right? It's also a lot of math and uh, these kind of subjects. And um, But then I also had photography, you know, and then I realized I, I was more interested in in, in uh not building these uh, buildings it was more like taking images of them and how they relate to each other but so I, it wasn't only the the building itself that i that i've always realized now when i'm a little older but it's a journey you go on so. because what, what caught my attention when you mentioned architecture right which is a course that a lot of people consider and so i have heard similar stories before yeah. Yeah. is the fact that photography seems to be an immediate pursuit right where you can go out and come back that same day with something done right mm. <laughs> as opposed to what you said was the problem with architecture where you could spend many days weeks months and yeah. it looks painfully slow not only weeks and months. I worked on a project here now with uh, that's called Nya Karolinska, this new hospital. Okay. And some of the architects that have been involved in that project, they're going to uh, retire working. They've on been the working on it for fifteen years. Okay. Yeah, that's a monumental scale, isn't that, that, it? It's, okay. not, it's yeah. not a human scale <laughs> of <laughs> no. work. I think that's that 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 is uh, so so. Uh, there's a lot of aspects. I've only been there now. Do do you admire that when you hear mm. someone saying, "I've worked for 15 years on this thing," and compare it to your own work? Well, I think I mean I've been doing. I, I guess they have been doing a lot of stuff during these fifteen years. Yes. But 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 I mean, uh, yeah, I admire the what the, the endurance. Okay, <laughs> that they survived <laughs> to, to keep going, to keep to going have, back to the same thing. You know, to to work on, but it, like you say, it's a different scale. But to work on the same project for for that long, uh, I mean, I would. I would go nuts, I think. Let me fast forward into where you are now, because you've ended up primarily in commercial photography. Is that is that a fair description or it's you're, both you look ways. reluctant? Yeah, no, it's it's it, I do I do art photography and I do commercial photography. I separated them. Uh, but mostly I do commercial photography. Was that a choice? Or yeah, is it I did in the this, end, uh, uh, reality. No, I will. I've always done art photography since the beginning, making uh, those kind of projects and images. And now I've been since I, you know, my wife is a, an artist, so so we collaborate a lot doing art projects. We've been doing. I've been helping her doing. We've been doing two films and. Uh, I do also a lot of still photography for help me help me define art photography for a second because a lot of people uh, talk about art in general as something that is answers only to yourself answers is responsible to only yourself right yeah 
uh, as opposed to let's compare it to commercial work where you answer to your client yeah right is that a good way of splitting the two or do you want to give me a, a better way of, of defining the two worlds uh, no i think well that is that that is a good def definition i mean men but but art photography is always i mean you work uh, towards uh, an idea or a, a concept or a question that the artist is working on and trying to i mean so there are rules and, and i mean or rules but i mean there's process the, the, the rules in the art world are maybe they're they're there to break them you know what i mean i mean you can push the photography to another uh, let's say another language another can, language or do you push the language itself uh, i mean uh, visual communication is a is a language uh, the same as as writing written, the written word yeah and i think uh, if you do art photography you can move towards uh, for example uh, poetry in in uh, what poetry is in, in the in writing in writing With the effect it has on people you can reproduce that in yeah and art a, photography. a lot of my work has been in my art photography work i want to explore that world where things are not you know what it seems to be or the dream world or to tell a story that we're as humans are more complex than in our ways of uh, you, responding you, to, you, to you, our you world up, forgive me for interrupting you but you brought up the comparison with poetry and that that is it intrigues me because we can define poetry in so many different ways right yeah one could be that you can have several meanings to a same phrase right is that what you're trying to reproduce in photography that i look at an image but it's saying something else at the same time yeah you know how you think of your school days <laughs> interpreting poetry right and you were <clears throat> you were being guided to the alternative meaning of the words uh, no i've been very it's an interesting question i mean for example i i to to answer you there is uh, i made an uh, a project or an experiment where i was trying to write uh, it was both images still images and a story that i've that you had put together that i wrote a script yeah of sorts. and and i was trying to write stuff i couldn't photograph take photograph. A photograph and then i was photographing stuff that i couldn't Right. right but they didn't have i mean and the story was like um so could i only understand the story if i saw both do you know what i'm saying that half it's like a code half of it is the written word and the other half is the image yeah and i was curious where i mean the story itself was very it it, it contained a lot of images for me so i was trying to understand where is the image like does it create where do you create the image so when you read this text it, which can create images in your head yeah yes. and i was <laughs> curious you know there was an experiment so i thought the image is in is in you you know yes you create the image yes inside your inside my head inside your head so that's an image that you don't control no on the other hand when oh, you exactly. when you show me the image that you just photographed at yeah. least you have control over that yeah then you see that image 
but probably you will interpret it interpret it and it, it will affect you in ways where you can it creates uh, other images in you if if i do a good image that will happen that that image will just lead you to other places other places and but other then, images but then there is no way to get message over isn't there that's what you're telling me is there is no hope in terms of transmitting a message right if i it's very subjective it, it certainly is so what's yeah. the point well uh, it feels like anarchy we all arrive and look at the yeah, same thing yeah i know and walk because away. but that wasn't you know when i started photography i did it because it was so realistic because it was order it was order i was trying to you know and it was you know you sh I, i i couldn't get order and when i was drawing and and doing my my in my art course i couldn't get it to look you know correct according to uh what, what, what the instructor or teacher yeah, said the teacher right? said was realistic uh so then the tool of photography is wonderful it's like see i, I here's a photograph <laughs> it, it creates very realistic images of uh of what we refer as to reality but ironically you've entered now a world where you're more than willing to let go yeah right and the art world you can enter i mean there's i think that's where the art world gets interested you can enter that world without any problems at all problems regarding whether people are interpreting things correctly or not well you don't necessarily have to sell the product itself okay but it, it it's different in, in the, even in the commercial world because now in the project for that i'm working with now we're we're um We're doing very emotional images. There's We're, an element of your work. Yeah, of but art. that's also like a so that, that, communication, that, communicated marketing strategy that we're gonna talk to people emotionally. Yeah, right? we're gonna connect to to people emotionally that that and, and make them you know want to uh, grow their grow their own food or whatever you know is. that that brings me to this idea of um you bring the world of art into your professional or commercial work i do that uh, yeah. reminds me of you know uh the behavior that i've seen not behavior i've seen other people do things that are similar to you but they seem to do it sometimes sequentially right so they have let's say they go into photography and they have a commercial career the career goes well but at some point they lose interest or lose their mojo or whatever you want to call it and they then move on to or maybe the phone doesn't ring <laughs> who knows but they end up um, exploring art photography as a way to compensate for that yeah but if i've understood you correctly you've run both lives in parallel right yeah. you mean dr jekyll and mr hyde yeah um working on on the art side right from the beginning yes and so that's true that, has that made you a better commercial photographer yes i think so because they they breed each other i think it's important to have uh, for me at least it's been that i need both of them uh and they i mean i i also learn stuff from the commercial photography that i bring into into art to art uh, because art photography yeah so so and art photography can broaden my, my degree of technique that my applies way to of both. seeing stuff 
it's 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 about you know all keep it going and 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 um, uh, developing the act of seeing and that difference is now since I, I see stuff now that I didn't see 20 years ago and that I think is very interesting because it takes it takes experience and it takes you know uh, if you work with the same thing for a long time, maybe you, it's the same for you. You, you start to see, um, you might uh, can see details that were always there. Uh, but in the beginning, everything was much more black and white for me. Now mm. I see shades of gray, sh- shades of gray. Yeah. Maybe that's a cliche, but I mean, that's it's a good cliche. Yeah, it is. Uh, and and sometimes you get lost in those shades of gray. <laughs> hey, let, let, let me rescue you. Let me bring you back into the light. Because you said something that actually is going to encourages me to, to talk about the world outside your artistic career. And it's the fact that you said that the commercial work also informed the artistic work. Yeah. And I, I, I've, I'm a, a layman, right? So I, I have taken photographs. And the only thing that I can say is that I remember what film looks like. I remember the excitement of going to develop film and waiting for the result. And that reminds me how uh, photography has changed a lot over the last 20 years, 20 years of your career. Yeah. And also the demands on a commercial photographer, as far as I can tell, have changed a lot as well. And it's not only the shift to digital, it's the fact that um, and Frederick, correct me if you think I'm wrong, but photographers have been asked to become jacks of all trades. That expression mm, means that you it's a jack of all trades as a person that does many things. So what I've heard and what I've observed is photographers have to work with their main camera, but then they have to take a lot of extra supporting images. Then maybe they have to do video at the same time. Mm. Um, you, you tell me, I've seen some photographers also bring out their iPhones and photograph something on the side. Is that true? Is that a, a good way of looking at the change that you've seen over 20 years? Or, or am I missing something? No, no, absolutely. There's been a lot, of, I mean, huge changes. And um, no, you're pointing out, I mean, that that is, that is true. I mean, it, film has moved into... You've become a multitasking machine, right? Doing- yeah, the possibilities to make moving images is is much more easy now, and uh, it's a combination of stuff. I mean, the cameras are. But could doing I say that-, that clients expect you now to uh, to cover all these different areas? Do, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, In the past, I understand what you're saying. People didn't call you to do film because you needed different equipment. It was no. assumed to be a different profession somehow. Yeah. But no, that that is true. They they could ask if they want both, you know, both still images, and can you do a moving thirty sequence. second sequence of this as well? And uh, absolutely, and, and that is. Do you um, play ball with that, or do you say, "Hey, I look, my my strength is the image, and get yourself a videographer." I, yeah, I, I've been doing, you know. I've been doing a little filming, I'm moving towards that a little bit. Uh, so I'm not saying no to it. Uh, I think it's very interesting. And uh, uh, I started experimenting a little bit. Does, does and, that compromise uh, your work, though? Because I have a lot of respect uh, for the specialist. But the people that say it's the 
still images and moving images are the well, same the, yes. or i mean the same and the same it's not uh, the interesting thing is film uh, photography is, is something completely different uh, it's about time and that's still images don't work like that so you have to think in a totally different way when you you're making films but i mean if you do short films if you're shooting products or you just want to make a little you know make the still images move a little bit yes that's just that very is, similar that is pretty similar and and then i think as a still photographer you have the advantage of doing everything yourself you set the light you're used to working with an image for hours being very detailed and um, and suddenly in film you can't control everything to no, the same extent no and i think if you do those kind of moving films for a client then it's excellent to use a still photographer that does both uh, but you still need to do a storyboard and well it's a lot of different stuff you know to to make the film happen and then editing and um, post production and all that stuff but but i think as a compared to a, a film photographer that is used to uh, because they also get a lot of questions to take still Stills. images oh i didn't know that i guess i don't hang uh, out with enough film photographers yeah to... and they do uh, but they're not used to the film crew is always a lot of people and you have your little thing and then you have the people that set the light and well there's they're larger teams so you're saying it's a, it's a bit harder for them that's where you're headed right? i don't say it's harder they can do it but i think um they're very good at doing you know producing uh longer films but if you're just gonna, you know, make like a, f a few minutes, then, then they're few probably minutes, not suited. I think is, you is, know is this... the, the still photographers should get out there and and, and do those and do jobs. That. Is is this a trend yeah. that is it down to uh, cost cutting, or is it a huge opportunity? <laughs> What's going on here? Is it <laughs> well, a very clever marketing manager no, saying, "Hey, well, uh, I can get two things for the price of one." Um, in fact, I expect it exactly. or three no, well, when before I had to spend a little bit more or is it a whole new world, right? No, a, a but I think way. it's a combination of, I mean, of course the, the, I don't know how much, I mean, film was extremely expensive before. I mean, it's become much cheaper to produce. Yes. Uh, what was it? The combination is, uh, of course, it's good to have to, to the conveniency for a client to, to keep it to make one i mean if one does both you can you know uh, me as a still photographer have control over the the film and the still images that they they, that they connect uh, they that connect they're... and they look the same and you have the like the, the resemblance of uh, uh, that of the lighting, film looks feel uh, yeah right? the feel of it that the film looks like the still images and and so that is a plus, I think. But then also it's Instagram. I don't know the different trends on Instagram where a lot of clients uh, communicate and they have been, you know, realizing that if an image moves just a little bit. Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> so it gets it gets more likes or more viewers. But but uh, so that is another thing. Um, 
But I mean, there's a lot of ways to make an image move. It doesn't necessarily need to be film. Film. You can make. Uh, you can go. You can make still images move as well. You know. You can. You can transmit stop the sensation. motion. You can do whatever. You know. There's different uh, possibilities. Let me. Earlier on, I was trying to to work out whether specialization was worth it or not in photography. Right. It's like how can you hold a camera and do film, and how can you at the same time do still? Mm-hmm. And you've you've actually pushed me away and said no. It can be done, Luis. It's. It's possible. But let me ask you another about another thing that interests me a lot, which is whether within the world of commercial photography, there are different areas, right? Fields. Um, let me pick on one. Interiors, which is one that I, that I know. But then there's also photographing children and, and animals. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, uh, there's photography of, uh, that focuses on food, right? And, yeah. there's, and there's other areas. Now, right. is this a real division between photographers? Or do, do you follow me? Or mm. is, is it possible to g- just go right through all those boundaries? Mm. Uh, you've, have you ended up primarily as an I interior think photographer? Yeah, right? I think and to, st- to still be, life and interiors, right? Yeah, your... still life, uh, interiors. That's my, you know, and, and uh, I think it's hard uh, to do everything to get, you know, to have the not to, to have. What is it? Is it technical knowledge? Is it sensitivity, or what is it that you need to be able to to work in a field? I mean, if you compare, for example. F- nature photographers they work i mean that's a totally different field okay yeah i can uh, imagine massive zooms and being yeah, out in the cold different equipment you have to think in another way i mean there i think to create those kind of images you need to be very interested in what you're doing somehow i mean uh, of course you can go into different fields i can do nature photography and landscapes i've been doing that but i but if i'm going to work with something uh, if you're talking about you know what you're going to be specialized at and where you're going to find your clients then it's hard to be that diverse because clients just get confused. And when it comes to interiors. And I think that as in in society in general, because before you could have a doctor that could do everything. But now everything is is getting so specialized. And in the early beginning, I was doing everything. I did food, travel, fashion a little bit, uh, portraits. and so, but as your career advanced, you have narrowed it down. It got confusing for uh, for for the clients and and the art directors and everyone that it was too diverse. So, so in a way, so it's a career I had to choice. Make it, so I had to. It's not. It's not that you can't do it. It's because the world expects you to do it. Yeah, you, you, they expect. I mean, you did you say to... that, for example, uh, uh, nature photography required specialized equipment and perhaps preparation right yeah well yeah of course is it the industry forcing you to specialize or is it in the end a good thing to focus on i think the industry forces you to specialize and uh, to become more you know clear on what your style and what you you know this is what i do and this is how it looks and um no i think that that corridor has become more narrow and then i know a lot of photographers do you know multiple things multiple things but i did this kind of split 10 years ago uh where i split up my art 
work and my commercial work. Two separate websites. They didn't, you know, connect anyway. Connect on the same, you know, uh, page. Page. I mean, uh, and that was good. Uh, that was good for me too. Uh, so, so now that you're a specialist, I feel like asking you, what makes a good interior shoot? Oh, a good interior shoot. Uh, I would say, uh, for me, when I'm working in, when I come to a place, I'm, I'm. Uh, I'm interested in finding, I'm interested in doing a good image. So if the interior, the, the stylist that I'm working with, oh, this is a great room. Let's shoot the whole room. That's not interested for me. I'm, I'm, I'm not interested in shooting. We're not doing it a documentation of this, this house. You're not an architectural photographer. No, we're doing a presentation. And if we you know, and you interpret the house. I interpret it in my way and according to what kind of light it is out outdoors, it kind of guides me into where I found, find good images with the lighting, the room, furniture, everything is when I think they have like a good combination of everything. You shoot. You shoot. So the key is to have the freedom. To yeah. find the you image shouldn't be within the down. space. This is very, and, and, and I turn down, uh, sometimes I don't know, I, I, I'm not going to do that image. It's not, it's not, or, or that angle, because it's not going to become a good I image. I'm not going to do this corridor. Because I can't get a result. No, I can't get a good image from it. And then I can be, well, if it's not like we need to have it, but if I have the... The discretion, the choice, you uh, say, no. I say no. Yeah. Let me do something else. Let me find something else here. Frederick, it's been a lot of fun talking <laughs> yeah. to you. Okay. <laughs> thank, thank you so much. You too. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining our conversation and help us make new friends by leaving us a review. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Stay well and see you soon. Mm.